Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. My name is Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Investment Research, and I want to remind you that in this difficult time, it is okay to reach out for help. Now is the time to rely on your family, friends, and the network you have built. In that spirit, I have reached out to my network of podcast guests and have asked each to share a few minutes of wisdom about how to survive and thrive during these difficult times. Next up is Beth Azor. Beth was episode 74, titled Keep Your Arrogance and Overconfidence in Check. Beth is a 33-year veteran of the commercial real estate industry and owns Azor Advisory Services, which specializes in consulting services in training, sales, leadership, coaching, acquisition, due diligence, and market analysis. Beth owns and manages a multi-million dollar portfolio of commercial retail properties in Florida and wrote the book, Don't Say No for the Prospect a collection of stories from her career and experiences as a retail leasing rock star. There's a few key points out of what Beth gave us. She shared something she recently wrote on a LinkedIn article, and she went through many different points, which were fantastic. But a couple that really stood out to me is the idea of thinking about a year from now. What's your business going to look like? What are you going to look like? What are your customers going to look like? I love that. Another great thing that she said is learn to say no. And the best part of what she said is no is a complete sentence. <laughs> love that. Also, she talked about the importance of a morning routine and that there's a lot of ways that you can still move your career forward. And I absolutely believe that. So without further ado, let's hear from Beth. Hi, Andrew. Thank you for asking me to send some inspirational thoughts to your listeners. I posted something on time management on LinkedIn the other day, and I figured I would just reshare some of the things that I spoke about on LinkedIn on that specific post, because I think that around the world, people are really struggling with the whole working from home thing. You know, it's, there's so many interruptions, there's distractions, it's hard to focus, you don't have kind of a place set up. People have told me that they keep moving all around their house and then, you know, when they move, then they have to take their charger. It's, you know, just kind of craziness. So my suggestions that I mentioned, I had 20 of them. I'll try to get as many in as I can in the three minutes. So the first thing that I recommend is identifying the three important things that you have to get done tomorrow and put it in your Outlook calendar. So not the urgent things, because those will get done, but the three important things. Number two, I've been focusing and telling people we need to do 50% of our day and focus on today and 50% of our day and think about a year from now. And I think that keeps us on track to solve the problems that we need to solve with our deals, our properties, you know, maybe if we're investors, we're owners, 
collecting rent, trying to get rent checks, and then thinking a year from now about asset value and what can you do to affect your NOI a year from now. Delegate. Ask for help. There's organizations called Upwork and Fiverr that you can get very inexpensive help. So don't hesitate to ask for help. I think it's time to redo our 2020 goals. I don't think the old goals we did in November, December will probably be what we should be doing. So we should redo our 2020 goals. I think it's important that we allow time for the distractions and interruptions. They're going to happen. So build that into your schedule. Now is the time to do things like renew your license or even get your license and also get and learn a new CRM program. If that's something that you've been wanting to do, now is the time to do it. Learn to say no. I always say that no is a complete sentence. So think about, are you doing something and is it moving the ball ahead? And if it's not, it's okay to say no. I think it's important to have a morning routine that you do every morning, whatever that is for you. There's a very famous book called The Miracle Morning where Hal Elrod, the author, lists six things that most successful people do every morning. So check that book out. Time blocking is a good exercise that talked about a lot in the book, Getting Things Done. Other books to read that I think are good are Atomic Habits, The Power of Focus, and Fanatical Prospecting. Another time management recommendation I have is to batch calls. Try to do all your calls in maybe a two-hour setting versus all over the place. I think very important is to get outside, get some fresh air, and take a walk and continue exercising. The next idea is to clear the clutter. So if you are working at the dining room table every night at the end of the day, make sure it's clean and organized because a clear desk, I think, would help for a clear mind. If you have team management software programs, Asana or Slack, I think, are being widely used. Get some sunshine. I talked about that. Listen to some music if you have a break or if you can do a project and listen to some maybe some Bach in the background. Create one place in your house that's your workspace. Understand your rhythm. Your rhythm at home is going to be different than your rhythm was in the office. Try to be focused and be present at the moment at hand. And I don't think multitasking is in our best interest. So I think while we're working at home, we should try to do one task at a time. And if you are at home with your kids and you have kids running around or you have to help your kids with their homeschooling, don't feel guilty. No employer that understands that you have kids at home should be expecting you to work 10 to 12 hour days and homeschool your kids. So I hope that's not the case for your listeners and understand emotions are going to be up and down and your positions, your attitudes, your patience, give yourself a break. I personally, I have a 19 and a 16 year old. They've never been allowed TVs in their room. One actually is sick right now. So we put a TV in his room and I usually limit video games, etc. And I'm just kind of relaxing the rules a little bit now. I think that 
It's a real crazy time, a lot of demands, a lot of emotional ups and downs. Give yourself a break, but at the same time, don't look back 30 or 60 days from now and be the only thing that you could be proud of to say that you did was watched, you know, four seasons of a Netflix series. There's a lot you can do to move your career ahead and just think about that, sit down, maybe ask a mentor, ask your boss, ask a peer, brainstorm, because there's a lot of things we can do during this crazy time. Andrew, I hope that was okay and stay safe and we'll see you on the other side of this. Take care. Next is Chance Glenn. Chance is an innovator and entrepreneur who has been engaged in creative pursuits for the better part of his life. He was episode 135, which was titled, Have the Courage to Stick With It. He's president and founder of Morning Bird Media Corporation, where he and his colleagues have developed and prepared to launch the Electronic Alchemy eForge, a 3D printer capable of producing functional electronic devices. Some key points from what Chance said was how COVID-19 is truly exposing our physical and societal weaknesses. But on the good side, it's also exposing our strengths. People are coming together, and that's fantastic. So what I liked about that and what he said was also the final words, which was, find what you can do to contribute and do it. You know, the really insidious thing that this COVID-19 virus is doing is exposing our weaknesses. We see it on a physical level. If you have underlying conditions or something that causes the virus, causes it to be amplified in a sense, essentially be one of the things that can bring you low or even cause your death. So it exposes those physical weaknesses we have. It's also exposing the weaknesses we have as a society, how we deal with things like this. You know, and I won't get into all the details, but we see it played out on the news every day. But here's the encouraging part. It is also exposing our strengths. And one of the ways I'm seeing that for sure is how people are coming together how they're working together, how they're being creative and innovative to help their fellow person out there. You know, there's so many different projects. You got 3D printing, something that, you know, we're heavily involved in and a project we have going. And there are so many like that around there from the single person to groups to companies, you name it, organizations, they're all are finding creative and innovative ways to help each other in this moment. So I encourage everybody to do the same thing because there's something you can do. This is an all hands on deck moment. There's something that you can do. There's something that you can bring, even if it's just an encouraging word to somebody, but there's something that you can do. So I encourage you to do that, figure out what it is and get about it. That's it. Hope everybody's healthy, safe, and for those who uh, have been impacted by this, I just hope that you find comfort and peace in the days to come.
Finally, for this episode, Christopher Salem. He was episode 99, which was titled Meditate and Journal to Overcome Pain of Losing. Christopher is an accomplished business and emotional intelligence strategist, world-class speaker, award-winning author, certified mindset expert, radio show host, and media personality. Some of the things that he said shined through, which were get in tune with who we are and what our purpose is with our core values, go back to the basics. In fact, one of the things that I think a lot of people go back to is the idea of how we can rely on friends and family. And also he mentioned that it's a time to be a better example. And finally, be grateful and fulfill your purpose. Such great words, but let's hear it from Christopher. Hello, this is Chris Salem. I'm an executive coach and keynote speaker. And I wanted to provide here for the next three minutes some inspiration for those that listen to Andrew's podcast. These are some challenging times for everyone. But think about it. Think about in your lifetime, have you ever had a chance where when there's a an epidemic or a pandemic like this that has affected everyone? This is about like even in my life, the first time this has ever happened. But what I'd like you to kind of look at is to kind of look at this time is not one where you continue to kind of get yourself sucked into the problem, not only the problem of the coronavirus in itself, but, you know, in your own problems that were currently affecting you prior to this. This is a time to really reflect on where you are and where you want to be, to become present, because in the present moment, we have the opportunity now to really get in tune to what, who we really are, what our purpose is, our core values and principles, and what can we do with that to not only do good for us, but that we can now be a better example for other people that are important to us, our families, our colleagues, our business partners, or people in general. You know, use this time to really reflect on, you know, what you're grateful for. Think about, you know, where people are not making money right now. People are at home. People are in a holding pattern. But be grateful that you have a house over your head. You have food on the table and that you can trust this process. Use this time wisely to really build your foundation. So when we do get out of this pandemic situation, not only are you serving yourself, but you're going to be in a place where you can serve others through your example. And when I talk about the process, the process is what are you doing to create your foundation for success based upon your core values and principles? What is important to you? And that you have the ability from there, then use that to engage in something that not only serves you, but adds value to other people. Take the time now, because we may never have a chance like this ever again in our lifetime. This is a golden opportunity to be grateful and to really fulfill your purpose to help others at a higher level. Trust the process. Give without expectation. Receive without resistance. Take that statement I just said and it will change the quality of your life forever. All right, listeners, there you have it. Stories of inspiration to keep you winning. As we end... I want to thank my guests for coming on the show and sharing how to survive and thrive during this difficult time. 
Well, that's a wrap on another great show to help us create, grow, and protect our wealth and our happiness. Fellow risk takers, I'll see you on the upside.